yeah. <laughs> Felix Pinar, welcome. Thank you. The Felix costume and the Atlas costume are now getting the chance to play. Yeah, dive uh, deeper. Yeah, Felix and I met in the No Limit Society NLS group and I'm really grateful because he's been one of the strongest, brightest forces in there. And so this is going to be a good one. I'm excited. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited too. Let's start things off with Felix by asking the classic question, what are you? Yeah. Interesting. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go with I am the a spark of the infinite. Mm. Could you expand on that for us? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is an ever-expanding spark. Um, yes. So currently it is expressing itself uh, through this um, mind-body-spirit complex called Felix here on Earth. Um, yeah seems that uh, this is a, a one wandering soul um, so kind of a accelerated journey of remembrance of the true nature and all the good things that go with it <sighs> Ooh, that's a really good start <laughs> I love that start. That's so great. <clears throat> okay. So let's ask the follow-up to that question. What are you not? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... To me, <laughs> to me, it's like I can I can play with different points of view of, of identity. So it's like cool. I could say nothing. Nothing is me. Like even even God, awareness, love, light. Say it's not me. But then I see it also as a. Um, it's still a bias. I feel like to to go too much into this not me, not me, not me, because in the end, the one, the one is all, the one is everything. And actually, I was just thinking about this before our conversation. I was thinking about the absolutes and how often we use, we, we use this term like as in opposition to awareness or God or whatever. <clears throat> And um, it can be definitely a useful pointer, but then I feel it's important to, to bring it all back together as, as one. If it's truly absolute, it cannot be like other than. So I don't know if it answers the question. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I've really been enjoying the sort of there's so many of these different methods and procedures and strategies but one that i've really enjoyed is this two-step where there's several two-steps but let's play with this two-step which is sort of the netty netty two away from person consciousness towards the more subtle awareness that is impersonal and eternal, and then even transcending the first attribute of awareness itself, 
in understanding what that absolute is and is not. And, mm -hmm. and then, so there's that netty netty process. And then there's the inclusion. So step one is like netty netty. And step two is this like radical inclusion in terms of I am the source of infinite possibilities and I am the impersonal eternal awareness and I am this Felix and Atlas costume. How does that resonate? Yes, yes, very much. And um, I would say it's even like a, a natural thing that happened because it's like the, the more we get disentangled with the personal construct, the less there is a, a bias against anything. So it's like naturally, once we're enough dissolve into awareness, then awareness doesn't have anything against the more relative expression. So it naturally just comes back and includes. I love that point. It's great. It's the less you become conditioned to associate yourself with the distortions and the kinks and the twists and the 10,000 layers of those distortions, kinks and twists, that then you have less bias, you have less service to self. I don't, I don't feel as unsafe then. I feel less unsafe. And so therefore, as I feel more safe, I feel more happiness, more peace, more such and ananda naturally. And therefore I also feel more of the service to other tendency of being the sun radiating out peace, happiness, joy, abundance, prosperity, well-being, and that true nature just emanating more. So the less person, the less bias, and the less also having to shove the point of view everywhere. I really like the quote <laughs> from, from the retreat that Bentinho said was that your need to insert your point of view will create holes in the ship. Mm -hmm. And Richard Condon said that the hardest thing for a human to let go of is their point of view. <laughs> yeah. But, but I would say it's even because the point of view is the, the personality. Like, uh, or maybe it's even beyond it. Maybe even like the personality is a byproduct of the point of view. So in a way we could even say like the person cannot let go of its point of view because it's it has to come from behind it, beyond it. It's distorted, twisted, kinked point of view that I'm a separate, finite, biological, egoic, contracted energy that's separate from everything that doesn't know its true nature that perspective with all those kinks and distortions is that point of view that is then twisted and creates suffering versus the whole point of infinity expressing itself as is in our as is in our banner uh is that you get this unique costume you have endless unique costumes and so the point is the unique costumes expressing themselves yeah yeah and the finding process all of it yeah <laughs> yeah and so in a way that also redeems the the personal bullshit and all of this because then it's it's realized that it's it's the free will of the creator it's it's infinity expressing itself through forgetting its true nature, but that's just one aspect of infinity. And that doesn't also suppress the, the seeking impulse to, to reach for more and more of the truth. So kind of create this back and forth between the more personal relative level and the more absolute expanded. And it's becoming more and more like a dance or a love affair. It's yep. each one try, trying to get into the other one and then again and again. Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. That also 
reminds me a lot of how it really does resonate at a deep level to recognize the arduous iteratory process of landing on the mind-body-spirit complex itself as the vehicle for the dancing-slash-love affair to happen. As in it took many creations and densitorious sense to land on this sort of as in the law of one map that third density play space is so filled with dynamic fireworks right now mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i mean even from i think some of the things maybe said in the law of of one um i think there was also the the hint that the earth is also a very special kind of 3d uh environment why it's it's not always as uh, chaotic and just like <laughs> a whole mess of all kind of different energies and, uh, but this makes it also a great place to to learn and accelerate so Earth is a special environment and the human is a special vehicle. Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, just the very essence of being able to create costumes. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That in itself is already mind-blowing. For sure, like this idea of I am this, like from the from the infinite to 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 set up something where it can feel more like I am here and not there, but still experience there, but feel like no, this is this is me, this is where I am. This is such a mystery. This is such a, a genius invention. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it uh, it resonates with what we were saying earlier, with the fact that the more we relax our biases, the more we can actually include the relative and appreciate it. I feel like when we're very stuck in, in personhood, we can have very much a, a distaste of, of this individualization and this me and all of this, and feel like I want to just dissolve and just get done with this shit. But the more we actually dissolve, the more we, we, we're like, oh, actually, this is fun. This is great stuff. <laughs> and, and yeah, this is such a, a genius construct, like to, to imagine this, it's like so mind blowing. To loop us, with what we were just saying and how you initially answered with what are you, there is this genius, mysterious invention mechanism of our source of infinite possibility, which is this costume generator. Costume generator is the, the sparks of the infinite. And there's this funny ass process where the spark of the infinite, quote, forgets. Mm. <laughs> 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 this is what our our NLS Zoom call was like, it was Felix and I giggling back and forth. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Woo! <clears throat> the costume generator. That was a funny one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of that, right? The random number generator, right? In computer science. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yes. This one can also seem quite random, but actually it's very precise and very intentional. Yeah. There's a will. There's an exploratory will. Yes, and an intelligence, like, beyond anything we can imagine. I like the two words that... Bentinho used that the shift into permanent alignment retreat. He said that intelligent infinity is intelligent and it comprehends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've heard him use this uh, this term comprehend uh, for the absolute and the way it relates to awareness. I think it's uh, it's quite good. And there's so much endless possibility to explore. It becomes the coolest game in town to undergo the most dynamic, crazy, exploratory ascensions that have high levels of difficulty. It's not like planet Earth is some fucking walk in a flower park. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you like you like walk through the <clears throat> the polarization between like massive poverty and massive wealth and meanwhile you just walk through with a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's very it's very much like a war zone. <laughs> then <clears throat> but then you and go to then, southern France and then you're chilling. <laughs> yeah, also, but it it depends on your point of view because if anywhere, even where people are, are chilling, like from an, a more awakened perspective, it's still like, I mean, it's still full of love and it's still full of shit. So depends what you. But. Yeah, what, what I also wanted to add to this, like, um, war zone perspective is, <laughs> is that actually, um, yeah, the, the more we awaken, the more we, we realize that it's all taken care of. Like, the, there is no, there is no worry to have. It's, it's just, it's all happening by itself. So then you can just walk through bullet, bullets and it's like, yeah, whatever. There's just this face uh, carrying us through anything. And one of the devil's advocate contrasting perspectives to that, which <clears throat> I very much so agree with what the Felix costume here is sharing. And yet there are these other devil's advocate costumes that would share like, well, if we put the Felix costume into one of those war zone rooms and started waterboarding him and started cutting off one, each one of his fingers, one at a time. Uh, there... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am liberated from all the misery. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, it, it can get very intense, and um, and I mean, it's even part of the play to to forget to an extent, even when we are fairly awakened. And that's still this this aspect of getting more into the mess and the mud, and and it's part of the process also to get to this point where we take things very seriously and believe we are at stake and. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, after after afterward, we look back on it and we, we laugh a bit about it a lot, and um, and that's just part of the of the expansion process. It's uh, it's like again, it's uh, this kind of back and forth, and it's 
again and again and again, it, it allows for deeper and deeper purification. Because there, there are just things that, that would be so much harder to reach if there was not this uh, forgetting process. Yeah. Yeah, the, the coolest feature is that ability to veil itself. The veil is veil. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's like such a mystery. <laughs> when you really look at it, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I've also learned that those specifically born into contexts that have very enlightened parents or in some of the indigenous traditions, they will ensure that the child from birth knows itself as a spark of the infinite. And so that veilless veil never even gets the chance to latch on with all these layers of identity and the contracted energy associated with being a finite form person consciousness. And that's also really, really interesting is that the veilless veil really only kicks in for very unconscious, ignorant parenting and societal structures. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a kind of uh, group consciousness construct. It's just, a, yeah, it's an, a kind of agreement. We look at it like from a soul perspective, it's like this bunch of soul all agreeing, like, okay, we're going to veil ourselves and just play, play with blindfold on, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Try to figure out what's what. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> the like blindfolded soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like Jumping that. in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was there was that funny a funny meme I recently saw where it was being being asked again, "Hey, will you come and help with the ascent of this planet in the third density?" And it's like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and for sure, I think we, we have experiences like this with also uh, smaller kinds of bubble reality that we get into. Uh, we can kind of sense that we're, we're getting, getting into a, maybe a denser veil or kind of some specific experience. It's like there is the, it can be a, a kind of back and forth, like, ooh, like at the same time, there is this love impulse and this, also, yeah, this, just the freedom, the, the carefree nature of the one knowing itself. It's like, I'm up for anything. But at the same time, there is this more relative experience of like the shit's gonna eat the fan, like for sure. <laughs> It's going to get messy. And yeah, oftentimes I find myself in kind of this in-between. Well, like the, the remnants of the personality are kind of like resisting it. But then I see that from a deeper perspective, that's really what I want like to, yep. to give myself like this and to be, to be in service of love. Well, what's, what is there cooler to do than to be in service of a planetary remembering? I don't know. It's infinite, so <laughs> there must be things cooler than that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like being a Jedi and like sending these little like fire flames underneath of people's asses to help them remember is like the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's infinite meaning. There's going to be so many other possibilities of 
what we experience right now as this rock orbiting a star that has 8 billion units on it in a civilization that has a very specific history that has these vehicles that have two eyes and four limbs and carbon-based DNA encoded 13.8 billion year evolutionary ascent to get here. That whole story itself in the span of eternity is a grain of sand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even beyond that, like the, the whole trajectory of the soul across the seven density, it's it's also it's also infinitely small and um it's yeah it's one thing that uh, bentinho uh, uh, shared an example of uh, from the the law of one but there are clues about like uh ninth density being uh coming back to to help us like with the ascension process and there is some description of them yeah, those, I'm, those I'm that really fascinated. Yeah, go ahead. Those that jump between universes. Yeah. Like and and like following that kind of thread, we can expand like more and more and more and realize like it's also infinite in this dimension. And it's yeah. like whoa shit. Yep. <laughs> and it I love how it puts everything in such a vast perspective. It's like, yep. It's like there's only now and it's infinite. Yeah, there's that. You'll probably, I'll pull this one up over, over here for us. <clears throat> this, the, oh, I can't. I can't get it too too large uh, because it will blur a bit, but I can get it about that large. So let's uh, let's showcase it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love this one. I think this one came in the chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be Maybe here now. A couple times. Which way should we go? How long will it take to get there? Where is that? How far away is it? How do we get there? <laughs> that was me five years ago. <laughs> and even four years ago and three years ago and two years ago. And like last year I started getting it and I was like, okay, I think I'm starting to get it. <laughs> this shit's so funny. Yeah. I mean, what's great also that is that during all this questioning, it's just like, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's still the eternal now. <laughs> yeah, and and really to, <clears throat> to have a, whew, have had, as a child growing up to have had a part of the pedagogy of the education be about me being a spark of the infinite. This is a costume generated by the infinite. I have made the decision to come as a mind, body, spirit complex for unleashing some sort of a contribution in the planetary Leela the play, the divine cosmic play that's unfolding here. And yeah, nobody ever fucking taught me such at Ananda in school. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting to contemplate these things because I can also see how um, having dancer, like in the sense of more veiled experience, you know, childhood, can also be of great benefits then. Um, great. Because I, I've also, um, yeah, I, I've been to to a particular community which is quite spiritual in nature. And um, there were examples of uh, children being born in this community. And um, so it was not like 
fully enlightened or whatever, but there were definitely some aspects of um, what, you, what you said about um, teaching the children <clears throat> that there are a spark of the infinite and so on. And so um, these children growing up uh, could have some difficulty also to relate to the, the, wilder, the wider world and then, yeah, all the mess that goes on. And so, yeah, there are different aspects of it. It's like, um, it, it just creates different experiences altogether. Have you heard this one? It goes, Right there. It goes, the brighter the brighter the flame, the deeper the shadow. <clears throat> and I, I like that one a lot, yet something to remember about that is if you get out. Mm. So the brighter the flame, if you get out of that deeper shadow. So. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, because you see the locks on that 3D matrix grid of governments and propaganda and politicians and economic machinery and fast food and high fructose corn syrup and all this type of nonsensical bullshit that we created. Those locks are like fucking massive boulders the size of skyscrapers <laughs> attached to our ankles. And so, you know, sitting there and chipping away the, at the illusory skyscraper boulder. This is ridiculous. Okay, this would probably be a good time to uh, to ask you about your calling. People experiencing absolute love. Yes. Tell us about this. So, so I think we, I've I've talked about it already quite a bit. <laughs> um, but what does it look like for people experiencing absolute love? How does the Felix costume contribute to people experiencing absolute love? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, like def definitely, it's a work in process. Uh, in progress, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the sense the sense of it is, is that it can look all kind of way because, like, the, the nature of absolute means that it's not restricted to one kind of expression, and uh, it's definitely something aspects of what I've been enjoying in my life is to have very uh, different kinds of expression and different uh, environments uh, where I express myself and so I, I, I feel like it's it's quite a, a big part of this calling is to be very flexible and to to find to find a way to love in in all circumstances basically. So that's that's a good um, starting point. That's huge because it gives you flexibility. Same thing with me with people experiencing truth. That's one of my main favorite parts about it is the flexibility that's associated with it. Because as a Jedi, we can sort of navigate across the spectrum of people experiencing absolute love or truth. And I love how you give that definition of absolute as 
no limits. I think that's really a good way to to put it. Yeah. Usually people put the definition as highest, absolute as highest, but I like the definition as no limits. That's a good one too. Not yeah. restricted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, it just, it just has to be all inclusive. And I mean, the, the word love also points to this. To me, it's really, it's uh, like, uh, it's about everything. But I, at the same time, I feel that the, the absolute, world also brings a kind of more focused energy or more because I, i've been playing also with the term infinite love and uh, i've been enjoying it also quite a bit but it feels it feels with infinite love it feels sometimes a bit too imbalanced toward love and too 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 just open with oh, absolute cool. love it feels like there's there's a more balance between like feminine, masculine, or love and wisdom. But that, that's what I've been playing with actually quite recently. Yeah. Infinite love feels too imbalanced. That's pretty interesting. Or <laughs> it's all, yeah, almost like for some reason, infinite love might sound like in the law of one, maybe a little bit like the overzealous fourth density. And then the absolute love can maybe feel like it's balanced out with wisdom in the sixth unity, something like that. It, yeah. it was kind of, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's cool though, that even though, yeah, even the word itself to to be at that level we just did a video on callings like what is your calling to help the audience with generating that divine process and you're at a place of such nuance where you're actually going through these really strong different words and so to get to that point i think is also really good and it's really helpful yeah yeah and it's an interesting process because um, in the end, it's not about the world, it's what they're pointing to, but still, like, we, we get to feel the, the nuances with the world. And actually, maybe if someone else was using the same words, it would have a different meaning and a different vibration. So it's also a very individual process. It's just like something. Mm. Yeah, that's also interesting. Somebody whose calling is infinite love could feel the opposite. Like they could feel, yeah, yeah. yeah that's interesting. Yeah. Where they don't feel as much resonance with absolute love. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody could be like, <clears throat> some say something similar about how experiencing truth isn't as resonant for them. For example, Corey Malone, uh, his is people experiencing magic. And so for him, magic is like the truth at a higher level. And for me, truth is the word that I chose for that. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think in the end, um, our calling is pretty much always like our own specific taste of the one. So it's just, and it's quite fascinating because it's still kind a kind of bias, but it's so subtle. Um, <laughs> it, it's a, it's like the bias of our soul, or of a very like a very deep and very intimate uh, aspect of ourselves. But it's it's still not the full the full self. Actually, Sri Aurobindo and the Mother Mira Alfasa used to call it the soul angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the way of describing it. It's resonant. <laughs> we had this really funny moment where <clears throat> I feel like you'll, this is, will resonate what I'll share. We had this really funny moment in the one of the NLS videos where I was walking us through this spontaneous just 
guided abiding as ineffable perfection. And then there was like a break in the, the audio for, for a moment. And then one of the other sort of members decided to, in a sense, just be like, let's move and talk about something else. And then, and then, and then you and I were both, I feel like really analytically saw what was happening with how there's that, that impulse to move away from the abiding as ineffable perfection. And we started giggling and then, (laughs) (laughs) and then we brought it back to that. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely I can also feel it in myself, like this urge to move or to do something. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. What tell us about your process with that fun this. (laughs) This ineffable perfection just recognizing and abiding rather than well what's the next book that i have to read what's the next entheogen that i have to take what's the you know yeah (laughs) oh i am already what i seek you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah so how has that been like for you like what what do you do you do you have a process of of just kind of defocusing or how does how does that process look like for you cool question <laughs> i mean the funny thing is that in the end um it's beyond all methods so we can use methods but it's it's only a crutch it's uh or permission slip or whatever we want to call it. It's but it can be useful, definitely. Um I mean <clears throat> yeah it, it depends. <clears throat> um many times it's it's just like there is enough momentum that it's just happening by itself. Oh, even saying that, it's it's still suggesting that it could not happen by itself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, there are also definitely times where it feels like there is more of a specific um, method angle that works best for me. And what so, would you say that is? Yeah. So, for example, uh, yesterday I had a great time with, um, yeah, I had very wonderful meditation with, um, starting with, um, actually, yeah, coming from the absolute, maybe using this pointer like, uh, um, stay as the absolute. So this is a, a very potent one for me really allows to to let go of all identification with uh, what appears and so but then during that meditation also what kicks it what what kicked in was um yeah actually that's a good uh, expression of my calling also because what what was activated was also very much this love energy this this focus in the heart and then again, like seeing it from the absolute, there is the the dissolution of the identification with even the most intimate uh, sense of love. And so th- this process gets very got very intense, and but in a very soft and gentle way, it's actually very very beautiful because. Um, in the past, I've definitely had some times where um, focusing on the absolute felt more um, imbalance in a way of, yeah, tr- like too much trying to get to somewhere or 
too much like a sense of uh, just a, a tension around that um, which, mm. which in itself is um, is due of still some identification with the appearance because if you're truly the absolute then there is not this this contraction this uh... so yeah but but for example this this more uh, focus toward the absolute it, it uh, doesn't necessarily happen that often for me um... <laughs> I love the coming from the absolute method and yeah I feel like there is a couple ways to, in a sense, at least from how I understand it, coming from, there's like coming from, I am already the absolute indescribable, ineffable perfection right here, right now. Yeah. And then there's this other sort of way, which is, kind of like we talked about at the beginning with this sort of netty netty approach from the person consciousness to becoming the impersonal eternal awareness to becoming even getting that last thorn of awareness even out of the way. And then there's also sort of coming from the absolute and then in a sense using the first attribute of awareness and then using, it's almost like when we simulate a dream at night in a sense. Because when you simulate the dream at night, you simulate out the observer and the environment for the observer, that kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's also always simulating the dream during the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's almost like the one kind of here and now is the absolute. The two is kind of the netty netty to absolute. And the third one is like absolute simulating observer and reality. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Here I can uh can oops, nope, not that one. I want to do this one. Let's see if I can do multiple. I've been trying to see if I can do multiple. So there's that one. Okay, so I'll, I'll still I'll play around with it to see if I can do multiple. But so that's the second one, and then and then there's this one. Oh no, not that. There we go. Yeah, pretty interesting yeah different different toys to play with <laughs> oh, these are great toys yeah divine toys <laughs> the divine toys i love it wow the divine toys. That's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. And this is sort of what you could say is the after years of analysis of a meta pattern in a sense of the landscape of mystics and you, you <clears throat> yogis and retreats and entheogens and aphorisms and books and all these things, the meta pattern is you get to these divine toys. 
And people get to different divine toys, but the general idea is that this is ineffable perfection. (laughs) You're so already free. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) it just becomes we it's like this balance between which are which is ultimately one but it's kind of this balance between this sort of like buddha like we with like the atlas like planetary enlightenment you know type thing <clears throat> yeah so yeah, it's, it's yeah. cool to merge them yeah. <laughs> it, in uh, in bentinho's words it would be uh, like the the mirror with shepherding qualities I was I was I was thinking about this like you know <clears throat> Bentinho mentioned this during the the shift also into permanent alignment where he said that you can be awakened and run several successful businesses around planetary enlightenment and maximizing the collective's potential and that really resonates with me, but then that also gets balanced with like Anurag Gupta talked about on the Mirror Talks podcast, this business reduction program. I fucking love that one. That, that's actually such a, a wonderful thing is to, to witness different like decently enlightened beings and to see like the the difference in expression that can come of that same state it's um it's also a kind of uh, mind fuck and opening more and more to the mystery of it all and the, And we, we all get to be our own unique expression of that. Which ties us to the spark of the infinite. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever learn about the... Did you ever learn about this? It's the Sufi metaphysic. Wadat al-wujud, the unity of all finding. So like we were talking about throughout the episode that you have that very fractally style sparking of the infinite that then has this process of what is my nature? Uh, And then like you just described a moment ago, you'll never get to the end of all of the different ways that the spark of the infinite communes, finds, recognizes itself. Mm-hmm. So the, the cessation <clears throat> and the style and the taste of the seeking and the finding, that kind of a thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so that's what the Wadat al-Wujud means, is that's the unity of all of that finding. So you have all of these different, you know, this Felix costume and this Atlas costume and the Anurag costume and whatnot, which is which is why they're expressed differently, where Anurag has this like business reduction program, right? Type thing. Yeah. And then and then we get to interact with each other and and reflect and 
And yeah. that, that's why the, the NLS is uh, such a great place to uh, hang. It's like there's so many interaction at a very high level. It's, it's yes. delightful. It's such a world-class container for those that have awakened and want to purify themselves and ascend more rapidly with others of similar levels of awakening and then build with them to ignite that global awakening. And that's been the, the mission that all of these callings fit with, which is ultimately what we all came to do. We all came mm -hmm. to rapidly remember and then to catalyze remembering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like, it's like we are resonators. So the more we remember, the more we are just broadcasting that remembrance. And then the more we gather together as resonator, the more we amplify this signal and just and, and get it more precise and the yeah. great stuff. That was the first time I think I heard in that amplification process you used the word resonator. I like that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. We amplify as a resonator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think it goes well so with the idea of purification being a vessel for the one and the more we empty our shit the more we can actually resonate at that high frequency very pristinely and then it also propagates around there so, yeah. empty your shit so you can resonate pristinely <laughs> do you have a big cloud in front of the sunlight or have you liberated yourself from the cloud you know and yeah and the and the, yeah, uh, and the, the cloud was an illusion yeah yeah maybe we could say both <laughs> yeah. there's still there's still some degree of veiling and it... there is yeah yeah you you would die if you yeah i mean were not, not really die because you it's not like yeah. you, not would, like you, would alive, but, you would literally explode this. like this whole mind body spirit complex would explode if you felt everything at the same time or something yeah yeah <clears> i mean we could also say that it never really existed so it just stopped being generated <laughs> but yeah to go back to your question, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, definitely there, there, there are some, there is, there is purification ongoing and uh, um, some waves, sometimes it feels much more bright and expensive and delightful and sometimes a more contracted state and, and that yeah. that allows for the deeper and deeper uh, purification. And that, that's also one thing that came up when you brought this thing about uh, the brighter the flame, the deeper the shadow. I think it can also work in the sense of like the, the deeper we, we can go in the shit and transmute it, then also the, the deeper our realization, the brighter we can shine. So, Which yeah. is which, which is why tomorrow for Mark's Accept Yourself 2.0 program, I'm having a call with him to explore becoming a, a fit and a part of that because it's really interesting undergoing the process of even though you have already underwent such a process of accepting your ineffable perfection already and have become the creator as a Gnostic being, there's still, like you describe, this process of really 
refining and purifying that level of knowing and accepting yourself to where you can really, really unleash super high pristine. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the way I see it, it's, it's infinite. Like, uh, it's also the sense that I get from people that seem more ahead than me in this past. It's like, that there's no end to it. And, um, I think, also what Benchin shared recently is like to a great extent like suffering can be um hundred percent we can we can stop generating this kind of experiences but um but I think like pain and contraction it's it's another story it's I think it can keep having some relevance and um yeah it's also it's also a beautiful part of the process to get more humble with that and to, to also accept and uh, embrace it even and see the, the value in it. Remember in the shift, he says, <clears throat> I'm a self-purification engine. Mm. And that's also very inspirational because it, it really boils down to it, that first in the law of one, know yourself, accept yourself, become the creator. The first point of know yourself really at the level of frame by frame by frame by frame, where am I full of shit? Repeatedly. <laughs> and that, that in itself is like, that's really inspirational being a self purification engine at the level of the frames. And that's, yeah, that's its own, like, that's a beast. That's a, like a lifelong beast to tackle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you can say it's a love affair. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and more intimate and more beautiful. Gosh, I love that. It's kind of reminds me of the savage and the saint. You know, you got, there's like this like vigilance and love affair. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Because it's contrast. It's all about that beautiful, both monist, but also yin yang, the contrast. It's so, so contrastfully beautiful. <laughs> we're the absolute same and also we are the beautiful creative costume sparks yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, I don't know if there is anything to add to this. Let's put that one up also. Absolute same and creative costume sparks. Yeah, <clears throat> so boom yeah that's that's a pretty good uh that's a pretty good rap yeah i think so yeah it was gorgeous yeah, it was really smooth you. felix yeah that was really 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 smooth yeah yeah thanks thanks for inviting me and yeah you you really yeah. have you have a this anchored ineffable perfection resonance and also the understanding at a level that's makes this tennis between the costumes of the I am very fossil, very easy. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate you.
Yeah. It's great, great fun to, to play tennis with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The I am loves playing tennis with itself. This yeah. <laughs> exactly. eight billion tennis units <laughs> units hitting Un, un, yeah. un, uncountable tennis balls back and forth with one another. <laughs> like you look at the internet and it's like so many players and tennis balls happening in <laughs> understanding the one great in the one great player understanding itself. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we should definitely we should definitely do a uh um, even a Felix and a Vincent Atlas one. Mm, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, be... I'm, I'm actually curious to, to listen <laughs> to you, you guys' conversation. <laughs> he, he's so good. Yeah, and you were yeah. great too. I love it. Yeah, All right. Good. All right, beautiful. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We adore you. We're very grateful. Thank you. If the video brought you value, give it a like. It helps the algorithm. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below on all the topics that we talked about. And share the video with people that you feel like this would resonate with and help in their recognizing. And also, Felix, is there a good place for people to follow you on the interwebs? Um. I'm not really active on social media or anything, so I'm not really active. Yeah, cool. Sounds but good. Looks <laughs> like there will be a follow-up. <laughs> if it, yeah, if, if it if it resonates, Felix might um, become a social media superstar, and we'll put some links. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I love it. I love it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'm going to end the broadcast. You and I will stick in here, okay? All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Much love. Whee! <laughs> <laughs>